topic for today is thanksgiving and praise, a song to God. And we'll start in Psalm 103. Psalm you guys all know and love, I'm sure. Verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and bless and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And here he'll go over a few things that are enumerated as to why we can bless the Lord. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Nothing missed. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Not for everybody. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. By the way, this was true before Jesus Christ ever came. This is the psalm, psalm, right? This is the psalmist saying this. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. See all these wonderful, wonderful reasons to, to honor, bless, and praise God. Like as the Father, verse 13, pitieth his children, so Lord pitieth the, them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it and is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon that fear him, upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, all ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. That's pretty all-encompassing, isn't it? This, This encouragement by the psalmist here to bless the Lord. Everyone, everywhere, in all places, to bless God, there's a lot of reasons. You know, when you look at Thanksgiving and the Word of God and praise, there's a lot of related things that come up, and you'll see them over and over again. Praise, bless, glorify, worship, reverence, respect. All, they're very, very much related, and you'll see a few of those here. Uh, in First Chronicles 16, let's look at one example. First Chronicles 16. And go to the first verse. This is when they brought the ark back. It says, So they brought the ark of God, verse 1, 
and set it in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it, and they offered burnt sacrifices and peace offerings before God. And when David had made an end of offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every man, every one of Israel, both man and woman, to every one a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. And he appointed certain of the Levites to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. Thanksgiving and praise. Right? If you read the rest of this, it mentions Asaph, the man, one of the guys who was in charge of the singers, and he talks about the kind of instruments they were to do and how they were to bless God with these things. He appointed people, you know, and this this record here from from in, uh, when David did this is even referred to back in Nehemiah. When you read Nehemiah, he, he mentions the way back. Remember when David did that? You know, just solely to praise and give thanks to God. Pretty interesting. Um, well, while we're here in Chronicles 16, let's jump down to verse 35. And say ye, save us, O God, of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name, and glory in thy praise. You see, a lot of the time, glory, praise, thanksgiving, these things keep showing up. Um, in First Chronicles 29, the same chapter, the context here is they had given a lot of free will offerings for the temple. And in First Chronicles 29, verse 9, Then the people rejoiced for that they had offered willingly, because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David the king also rejoiced with great joy. Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father forever and ever. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. Pretty neat. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Everything. It all belongs to him. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come of thee. And thou reignest over all. And in thine hand is power and might and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. What a wonderful statement, isn't it? You know, all the reasons why you would be thankful to this God, our God. What a wonderful God he is, you know. Um, and uh, David just reminded them. So thanksgiving and praise, you know, it's, it's something that... Um, is in God's word. A lot of times, you know, you, you think about thanksgiving and praise, you, you associate it with when things go good. You know, you, you, know, you hear people, something good happens, you go, oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good time, praise the Lord. You know, a lot of times people don't even remember to do it when things go well. Remember, God, God told Israel, you're going to go to a problem, you're going to go there, there's going to be vineyards you didn't plant and houses you didn't build and all these things and all these blessings are come to you. Just don't forget. Right? In other words, they, they were not necessarily going to remember and praise Him when things were going good, necessarily. But more, more naturally, when you think of praise and thanksgiving, you know, you associate it with when things go good and, and it isn't necessarily the best thing, is it? But... Um, 
and our, our and our relationship uh, with Him, you know, just just doesn't exist, so that we can get things. Um, yeah, God blesses us with everything. Yeah, we know that. But that relationship is is way way bigger than that. So therefore, if you ask for something, you don't get it. Does that mean you no longer praise and thank God? You could think that way. That could happen, and, and maybe it does sometimes. Um, look at Psalm forty-two. It's an interesting. There's a, f- a bunch of psalms like this, but this is one of them. Psalm forty-two. In fact, there's much in the book of Psalms along these lines. Things don't always go so well in life. Verse 1. I know that's news to everybody here, but... (laughs) Verse 1. As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Man who loved God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude, I went with them to the house of God. See, in other words, he wanted to do he wanted to go there and he wanted to uh, with the voice of joy and praise with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him. Not necessarily the best time here in this situation. You know, when you're asking questions like, where are you, God? When are you going to show up? When are you going to help me? And he says, I will yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Oh God, oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy bellows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night. His song shall be with me. His song shall be with me. Thanksgiving and praise are song to God. And my prayer unto the God of my life. He's saying these things in the middle of hard times. I will say unto unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Have you ever felt that way? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. You know, he is resolved to, to praise and honor and respect, worship God despite the circumstances of life. Praise and thanksgiving to Him isn't to be relegated only to the time when things are going good. You know, oh, things are great. Okay, praise God. Praise and thanksgiving is something that is part of our daily life. Look at First Second Chronicles chapter 20, please. Second Chronicles chapter 20. This record you guys know as well. With Jehoshaphat when he was being attacked by Moab and Ammon and others as well, it says. And then they recognize that they're in trouble. 
So he says in verse 12, O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us, neither know we what to do. Don't know what to do. This is a pretty big company, but our eyes are upon thee. So, you know, they were looking to him for a solution. And well, let's see what their part in this solution was in verse 19. And the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of the Kornites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye establish, be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. Now, I don't know. I mean, I work for the military. <laughs> you know, like military tactics. You know, maybe maybe the, you know, if Paul was here, he'd tell us, the Scottish Highlanders, maybe them playing the bagpipes is one example. But not a normal battle maneuver, is it? I want you guys to sing. I can see the enemy going, what? <laughs> you know, anyway, that's what he told them to do, sing. And once they appointed singers unto the Lord, and that should praise the beauty of holiness, as they went before the army and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. That's what he asked them to do. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. You know, interesting. You know? Again, you know, praise isn't relegated to times when things are going good, are they? You know, um, look at um, Psalm 69. We'll go there now. You know, it's, sickness is a good example of that. When you're sick and not feeling well, and you know, we've all been through that one way or another, um, do I am, I, am I thankful to Him and do I praise Him because I'm sick? No, because that would be sick. <laughs> but... <laughs> Why would I be thankful? Why would I be thankful to God? And why 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 can I praise Him? Well, I mean, who who has told us that He's our healer, right? Who has told us that Jesus Christ, by His stripes, we're healed? Who has told us that He gives power to the faint and to them that have no might? He increases strength. I mean, these are things you can run through your mind when you're sick. And man, that is a good reason to be thankful to him and to praise him he's made that available hasn't he we just read an earlier part there everything belongs to him you know sometimes you know you'll tell somebody that doesn't believe in god say well god really blessed me and he got me this job they go well you would have got it anyway because well you know (laughs) yeah okay fine but when they say that and when you respond by saying, well, God really blessed me. Well, that's because you recognize that everything that you have comes from Him. Everything, all of it. You know, He giveth the power to get wealth. He, you know, the earth is the Lord's and the full, all of it, it all belongs to Him. And so when you thank and praise Him, 
you're doing that because you know in your heart it's true. Now, the other guy might say, well, put a hop, whatever, right? So, so in sickness, you can certainly praise him, you know, and thank him because there's always a reason, you know, life of Jesus is manifest in our body. He quickens our moral spirit. There just goes on and on, all the things that God has made available. About Jonah, remember Jonah? You know, yeah, you know, strangest prophet, right? You know, when he, when he was in the belly of the beast, when he was going down and the seaweeds were around his head and those bad-tasting seaweeds, <laughs> we had a conversation about seaweed yesterday. <laughs> when they were around his head, he said, I will look again toward thy holy temple. Was that a time of hard times for him? He was about to die. <laughs> you think it was a time he praised, I will look again toward thy holy temple. You know, praise is there was his lifestyle. How about you know, how about um Job? Okay. Whereas the suggestion to him was curse God and die. <laughs> is that what he did? No. He 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 did his best to not reproach God. He tried his best, right, to not and he was having a hard time. And he honored God and respected him. Um Abraham, you're gonna have a son. Did it happen next week? No, it didn't. In fact, it happened quite a bit later, didn't it? Over 20 years or something later, right? He staggered not at the promise that was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He glorified God. And throughout all that, no, that, that was his lifestyle. So praise and thanksgiving, honor, respect, worship, all these things are not just relegated to the good times. But they're relegated to our, to our whole life. In Psalm 69, we read in verse 34. Let the heaven and the earth praise him, the seas and everything that moveth therein. See, there's this ongoing, I, I, I call it like a song. It's an ongoing song to God if we have kind of ears to hear and eyes to see. A praise and thanksgiving to God. In fact, in Romans it tells us because of that, the world is without excuse. They're, they're, they're without excuse. You know, there's this, all creation, you know, by what he has done and the beauty of all this shows us the living God. There's this kind of a, you know, and we can be a part of that praise and, and glory as much as we want to. It's a song that has gone on for ages and it will go on into eternity. How much do we, you and I want to be a part of that? The heavens declare the glory of God. Right? Another place says, "In the heavens shall praise thy wonders. You know, this, the idea of praise and thanksgiving to him is, a, is an inter, inter, in, intimate and incremental, sorry, let's say, where I'm trying to think of, the very important part of our lives. Right? Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> Luke chapter 2. Jesus Christ, too, was a part of that whole symphony, if you will. When musical theme today. Luke chapter 2. In fact, what does the word Judah mean? Praise. So he came from a tribe that meant praise. Luke chapter 2, verse 10. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, 
which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on the earth peace, goodwill toward men. His birth announced by the angels praising God and thanking Him for His goodness. Look at Luke chapter 19. Luke 19, verse 37. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude, the disciples, began to rejoice and praise God. They saw Jesus Christ and they started praising God. With a loud, which apparently is a crime, I shall see in a minute here, but with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. They're praising God, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said, Master, rebuke thy disciples. Mm-hmm. Okay, so these guys are praising God and all the greatness he's done. He goes, Tell them to stop doing that. Praising God? Apparently it's a crime back then. But look what Jesus Christ says. And he said unto the answer and said, If I tell you that, if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. You see, the, this whole idea of a song of praise to God is, is, is built into the fabric of all that God has created. Right, to praise and give thanks to Him. In Philippians chapter 2, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a glory to God to make Jesus Lord. Philippians chapter 2, verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of who? The God the Father. To the glory of God the Father. See, Jesus Christ is a central figure in this song of praise to, to God. People have to come to Jesus Christ. And when they do, that glorifies God. It praises Him. And when they make Him God, <laughs> it doesn't. But when they come to Him, it glorifies God. There's a very, very big difference there. Ephesians chapter 3. Another, again, there, there are a thousand and one verses on glory and thanksgiving and praise to God. mentioned to you this goes on forever well it says in verse 20 now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ throughout all ages world without end ongoing glory and praise to our God by way of Jesus Christ that's what it says look at Ephesians chapter 5 now we're talking about you know the earth and the heavens and the seas and all these things and all the encouragement for all creation to bless and praise God. Jesus Christ did that declaration at His birth, and now the same is true for us. In, in you know, um, it says in the Bible that somewhere the dead praise not the Lord. And while I live, will I praise the Lord? I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. 
And Ephesians 5.19 encourages us, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Speaking to your psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody. You know this this verse in, is in Ephesians, where we use you know Ephesians central doctrine. We always talk about, and here it talks about singing songs and spiritual songs and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. A lifestyle, whether it's a good day, whether it's a bad day, when you lose that or when you win that, you praise and thank God and give glory to Him. That's what the Word of God encourages us. If you're sick, you praise Him. If you're well, you praise Him. If you're sick, you thank Him. If you're well, you thank Him. In uh, Psalm 40, we'll close in a couple of verses here. I was reading this psalm, and um, there's an interesting statement here in Psalm 40. says, I waited patiently, verse 1, for, the, by the way, this, this psalm here, there's a number of references in here to the coming of Jesus Christ. I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock. You know, what do you think that talks about? What, is it, you know, what, what can you relate that to? <laughs> The new birth, you know, you know what the work of Jesus Christ takes you out of the worst pit of ever, and sets your feet upon the rock, and established my goings. And He hath put a new song in my mouth, mm-hmm. even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. He hath put a new song in my mouth. Now look at Acts chapter ten. Acts chapter ten. Verse 45, And they of the circumcision, this is in the household of Cornelius, if you'll remember this record, which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter. Acts 10, 45. Because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Magnify God. The word literally make greater or enlarge or praise God. You know, who put that ability in them to be able to do that? The Spirit of God. When the Spirit of God, then they were able to magnify God spiritually. What a wonderful way to be able to praise God by way of speaking in tongues. You know, if God put that right in that manifestation, He must consider it to be pretty important. I mean, it's the manifestation. He marked the birth of the church, the start of the, the church. And in it, part of that is when you speak in tongues, you magnify, you pray, you give praise to God. And look at 1 Corinthians 14. More along those lines. 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 15. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, 
I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit. I said it was a song of praise here. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the Spirit. You can bless with the Spirit. How shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen at thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandest not what thou sayest? For thou verily givest thanks well. But the other is not edified. Givest thanks well to speak well of or to praise. So with speaking in tongues, you can thank God, you can praise God. Thanksgiving and praise built right into the Spirit of God, which is, by the way, which was received by Jesus Christ and then given out in the day of Pentecost. You know, Psalm 40, and he hath put a new song in my mouth. Here's a new, that's twofold for us. New song in my mouth. You know, that that allowed him to praise God. Well, guess what tongues allows us to do? People shall see it and reverence and respect him. Tongues is assigned to unbelievers. You know, it's amazing how God built into this, his, this very nature of the spirit that we have, the ability to praise and give thanks to him. Certainly when you're not well or things are hard, or things, that is certainly a great lever for us to praise and give thanks to God. Maybe, maybe five senses-wise, it's not something that comes to as, you as easily at that time. But you can speak in tongues, and you can will your tongues to be praise or prayer. It's up to you. It's under your control. The Spirit is under your control. And God built that right into the manifestation of tongues. So what a wonderful way to give thanks and praise, and then also worship. It's also perfect worship, right? All the things that you know we, 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 we associate with praise and thanksgiving, he has built right into the Spirit of God. We'll close in Psalm 150. We started in Psalms, we'll close in Psalms. The last Psalm of the book of Psalms. Verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet or the bagpipe. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the Lord, loud, sorry, upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And oh, by the way, Praise ye the Lord. So, prayer, praise and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and praise. Song to our God.